Welcome to the Orville. Please direct your attention to the screen behind you for a special look at the show. Kid, we had utopian science fiction. We had shows and movies that were hopeful and aspirational and presented a future that was a model for what we could do as opposed to a warning about what will happen if we don't get our act together. It's a real departure from all other science fiction that you're seeing right now. The Orville is a science fiction series that takes place in the 25th century centers on a mid-level exploratory craft. Ed is kind of one of those guys that is not anybody's go-to guy for the job, but they need captains. There's a ship available. And we're offering you command. Are you kidding? The USS Orville. And so he finds himself thrust into this job, which happens to be his dream from childhood. He finds himself at a high, and then it's immediately ripped out from underneath him when he finds out that his first officer is going to be his ex-wife. No. They had had their issues. He was working non-stop, and she ends up in bed with an alien, in which he walks in on. Oh, no. Kelly's position is first officer. She's somebody who is an extremely capable officer. She's also a little bit more savvy. Mercer to board us. The Krill are here in peace. Uh, they just came down for... The lab is having a pizza party, and the Krill are invited. Oh, man, can, can we please go down there? When Ed gets command of the Orville, the first person he recommends is, is Gordon. I can get you the best helmsman in the fleet. You mean Lieutenant Malloy? When Ed got the job as captain, he thought of his best friend who might be able to drive the ship. Whoa! Knock, Gordon, knock like, it off right now. This is not safe. This is not safe or safe. My first knock it beer off right ever. Now. Sorry. Isaac. Our science and engineering officer, hailing from Kalon 1. Affirmative, sir. Isaac is an artificial life form from a planet of artificial life forms. He is played by Mark Jackson. My planet regards humans and other biological life forms as inferior. Oh, that's great, thanks. You are welcome. Bordis is Lachlan. He's the third in command. Bordis is a member of a single gender species. They're all male. That instantly sets up an interesting dynamic. Mocklands urinate only once per year. Really? That's, I mean, I'm, I'm up two, three times a night. <laughs> that is unfortunate. It is. Alara comes from a race of academics. She is the Orville's chief security officer. She comes from a different planet where the gravitational pull is actually higher than it is on Earth, which gives me super strength. You wanna open this jar of pickles for me? loosened it for you. What's interesting about the ship's doctor, Claire, she's in a lot of ways the adult of the group. I'd like to say I am the mother of the ship in that I see things the way they really are. You don't mean your family any harm. Well, we did just shoot his dad. Aside from shooting your dad, we don't mean your family any harm. He's only stunned. John is our navigator. He's a very easygoing, free spirit kind of guy. Gordon and I, we kind of get along very quickly and then we're just sort of like best buds. <laughs> yes! Woo! The coolest thing to me 
that we're doing is we are doing model work. The more complex shots of the Orville are CGI, but when you see the Orville fly by, or if it's a close shot, or if it doesn't have to do something really acrobatic, those are models. We built an actual model of the Orville. As a sci-fi nerd, that's probably the, might be the biggest thrill for me. <laughs> This is one of those cases where there was really only one person in town who has the mastery of tone to walk this line between comedy and drama, and that was John. It felt like it was written by somebody who really loved the genre and somebody who had a very specific point of view. It's clear that Seth is a huge sci-fi fan, and so we kind of geeked out a little bit over that. It's an understatement to say that I've learned a great deal from this guy during this process, and it's been one of the most joyful experiences of my, my career. I've wanted to do a show like this since I was a kid. It's gotta be fun, it's gotta be funny, it has to be dramatic, but it also has to be aspirational. I wanted it to be a place where you would wanna be. That you see people who are good at their jobs, you see people that have a moral code, the people who like being there. It has to be something that sets out to solve some problems and be a place that you wanna live in. Engage Quantum Drive.